What's that? The sound of nature, you say? Let's look around. I smell the air, the fresh, crisp air. I think I hear a bird twerping. Do you hear it? And I feel the wind blowing on my arm. And guess what else? I hear the running of the water. Don't go anywhere. Stay right here. My new episode, Spring Fling, is coming on right now. Step into my nature oasis. Guys, welcome to the I Can Speak To podcast where everyone can speak. We just speak in different ways. I'm your host, Portia B. So you can follow me at I Can Speak To with a numerical two on Instagram, or you can subscribe and follow my YouTube page, which is the I Can Speak To podcast. Hello, everyone, as well as follow me on Instagram on my book page, which is The Book Hope Club. So guys, I cannot believe, but we are on episode 8 of season 2 of the I Can Speak To podcast, and of course, before we dive into the episode title and the topic, I have some icebreakers, and I want to show you guys some books that I um, recently got, and you're probably wondering why my arm is in a sling. <laughs> I recently sprained my arm, um, I was trying to pick up a car battery. And move a really heavy table, so it's my fault that I did it. So this is why I'm in a sprain right now. I tried to actually record yesterday, and um, this is my second time recording because my producer um, did not check the computer to make sure that it was um, staying on record. So now we're here again for the second time. So I have to make sure I match the same energy that I had yesterday. But anyway. Before we start, guys, I want to show you some cool things I got. So, I told you on the last episode, I really wanted the next um, Junji Atu book. Um, I read Shiver, and I wanted Smash. So, I was able to get Smashed, which I'm really excited about. And then, I also got a couple of books from Goodwill, which was really exciting because they were only $1.99. So, I got um, Little Fire. Everywhere, which is, you know, it's on Hulu, it's a TV show now by um, Celeste uh, something. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. <laughs> and then I got The Wife Between Us by Greer Hendricks and Sarah Pekinen. And um, I heard that this one wasn't that great, but I'm going to try it out anyway and see if it's good or not. And then, love me some Riley Sager. Uh, the Last Time I Lied. By Riley Sager. He is a great author and he's one of my favorite for psychological thrillers and things of that nature. So all for $1.99 and they were Book of the Months. And I'm a member of the Book of the Month Club so it was cool that I found some at the Goodwill. Did I say a dollar store earlier? I didn't mean to if I did. But I found them at Goodwill for $1.99 so that was pretty awesome. So actually I'm going to put these down here. I'm going to set those down there. And then I also got a little Funko Pop. His name is Chatterer. He's from um, Hellraiser, which was one of my favorite movies when I was growing up. Um, so he's part of little, the Pinhead gang. So I'm just going to let him sit right here next to the flowers, the smell of flowers. Mm, wonderful. All right, so this episode is called Spring 
and it's all about nature is your language oasis so i've got some really really good topic points and i've got two really really cool activity videos to show you guys so stay tuned all right all right told you follow me yada 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 here we go so first i want to tell you the sign of the day so we have two signs we have grass and flowers so grass grass and you know grass kind of makes sense you know grass waving in the wind hello polka dots and planning we've got grass and we've got flower flower and these are signs like you you can definitely use with your children outside grass and flower all right so let's dive into our topic points how can nature nurture language that's the most important thing so nature brings inspiration when we go outside and we've been inside all day you know nature kind of pups our spirit up it gives us energy we see the sun shining we feel good you know we're walking in the sunshine we start singing that song we feel the wind blowing it makes us want to be outside you know if it's raining we feel a little dreary Sometimes I would get sleepy. So nature can bring inspiration. Also, nature provides stories and retelling of events. So when you think about um, the experiences that you may have had as a child with your family or maybe your mother or your father, or how you guys used to hike or you used to go camping or fishing, whatever it may be, when you do those activities with your own children, you can kind of recall and retell those stories to them. You know, hey, I remember when I was um, your age, I did this with my parents, yada, yada, yada. So it's ways to just assemble that connection and build that language and have um, a conversation starter with your child while you're enjoying nature. Also, adventures outside can create songs, chants, and poems. The first thing that comes to my head that I know a lot of kids love is um, bear hunt. We're going on a bear hunt, and that's really fun. That's something that you can do outside in nature. I make a song for everything, especially in the classroom. Um, if we're washing hands, you know we have several different songs. It's time to wash your hands. It's time to wash your hands. Time to wash, 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 and a wash, wash, wash. It's time to wash your hands. And we do that over and over again. Some people sing ABCs, whatever it may be. Incorporating a song is um, definitely a great way to do engagement with your child, especially outside. Um, so just keep that in mind as well. So moving on to the next topic point, I want to talk about ways to encourage or promote language in spring. So obviously when we're going outside, we see that the grass is getting greener. We're starting to see flowers. We're starting to... Ugh, but pollen's coming out, we're starting to see bees, different insects, they're coming all out. They were hidden in the winter, and now they're um, having their arrival. So we can talk about all those different things. We can tap into child curiosity and their interest outside. And what I mean by that is basically paying attention to what has our child's interest. So if we're at a park, and your child seems to be interested in a, a butterfly, talking about a butterfly. What's the sign for a butterfly? Telling your child about the different stages of um, a butterfly and how they're first a caterpie and how they go into a cocoon and then they become a butterfly with these beautiful wings. Now you're incorporating science. You're te teaching them a life cycle. You're teaching them language. All those things are building and promoting language for them and you're doing it outside in the enjoyment of weather, which is really, really good. 
Also, explore language in a meaningful way so you can ask questions. What do you think about, um, did you think that it rained last night? What do you think about the grass? How does the grass feel? Why do you think there's mud outside? What do you think rocks are made of? All those type of different things is ways that you can engage in conversation with your child and give them useful and meaningful information. And even if they ask you questions, you may not have the answer right away, but you can promise to look it up later and you guys can talk about it when you get home. So think about those asking questions in a meaningful way. Also, promoting use of the five senses. So when we go outside, what do you hear? Do you hear the wind blowing? What do you smell? It smells like it just rained. Do you smell fresh cut grass? Things of that nature. Just tapping in to all those different senses that we have. Touching the mud. Maybe just patting the mud. Is it squishy? Is it soft? Is a rock hard? Is the grass prickly? Um, things like that. They're very um, important just to use those senses um, for children at that age. Even even adults, we use our senses outside. Um, and we're aware. Do we hear cars driving by do we hear a lawnmower whatever it may be i just heard um somebody pass by just now where i live so we're using our senses all the time and we're not even realizing that so really tap into that when you're with your child in nature also we can use nature materials to form letters and words and what i mean by that is just really a quick activity if you find yourself at a park maybe you're having a picnic or you guys have some free time, maybe collecting some sticks and um, making letters, making an L for ladybug or an A for apple, things like that just to promote that language and letter learning and also doing the signs for that letter. It's just a quick little fun activity to do and see how you know you can be creative with your kids or how they can be creative as well. So those are some topic points I had to just go over how nature can nurture the language, ways to encourage and promote language in spring. And then also, um, I want to really put emphasis on nonverbal learners. I think it's important to know that a lot of those steps and topic points that I talked about um, cover for them as well. But I have some extra ones for nonverbal learners. So narrating what you see. Um, it's very important to narrate your day with a child that um, may be nonverbal or have any other disability, narrating what's going on, um, telling them about um, what, you're, what you're about to do. We're about to go to the grocery store. Let's take, we're about to go take a walk in the park. I'm going to pack us some sandwiches. We're going to bring some apples. Telling them everything that you can just so that they can be aware of what's going on. And we do this a lot in the classroom, especially um, not just with nonverbal children, but our children that have... Um, disabilities, our um, children that have a uh, cortical vision impairment, things of that nature, just narrating for them so that they're aware of what's going on. Maybe they don't have the eyesight to see everything that well. So narration is very key, it's very important. And I say it's important for children who are nonverbal is because you're giving them that language input that they need. They may not be able to you know, take it out, they may not be able to output it verbally, but you're giving them that input that they need. Also, pointing out things in nature, um, using active um, ASL. It's very important to use signs. That's why I try to put now the signs of the day, you know, making tree and the grass or flowers. And um, you can look up all these signs very easily. Um, I just use them as a reminder and a tool um, for different um, topic points and lessons that I go over in the I Can Speak To podcast. 
Also, I think it's important to do manipulation, feeling, and describing materials. So when you're outside with children, this kind of taps into what I was saying before about promoting the use of the five senses. It's important to let them feel and touch and smell and maybe not necessarily taste nature, but just experience those different things um, and it gives them a sensory input that they need. So, I hope you guys really enjoyed those topic points. And um, give me a second. I'll be right back. I'm going to put together our next activity for you. All right, guys. So my first activity I wanted to show you is um, my Spring Oasis sensory bin. So I want to really um, reiterate the fact that I got everything from the dollar store, completely everything. So I'm going to walk you kind of through that. Before I take all this stuff in, I've got some Easter eggs that I've bought. Um, this is a little carrot. But what I'm going to do first is going to pour some of these beans that I got from the dollar store. And they are pinto beans. And I really chose beans because, you know, it's less mess. And you can use dirt, but like I said, it's just um, not that big of a cleanup. And you use these beans. And you can also pretend that they're seeds. Well, kids can. So what I like to do is scoop a couple of beans into my little pot and seed, also from the dollar store. Put a little more in here. And I'm just gonna pop them in around here. And I've also got some other things from the dollar store. I got some leaves. I've already pre-cut them off. Um, I just bought, you know how they have like a little dollar section of all their like fake flowers and stuff. I pretty much went over there and just took some leaves. Well, not took them, I paid for them. <laughs> but um, I bought them and yeah, did that. All right. Put a couple more so you're starting to see it's beginning to look like a little bit of a spring sensory bin. And I've also got some pretty purple flowers that I'm going to plant right here. And remember that sign? Flower. I don't know where this blue dye came from. Um, I'm assuming, okay, I don't know. <laughs> purple flowers. I've got a couple more of those. And then, I've also got some yellow flowers. Oh, I'm going to put this carrot in here. And I've got some pink flowers. And what I really like about this is the fact of that um, I can pretend that the child is planting the flowers. I can scoop beans. I can count the beans, I can plant a carrot, or you can even put some of the beans in here. I put more in here, a little more, but I can make a shaker. Now I've got a music shaker too. So I think there's just a lot of fun things that you can do with this. I mean, in general, I feel like I've had a lot of sensory bins where the kids just literally just like scooping the beans and counting them. So now we've got a couple things to talk about in here. And you can even put little treats in their Easter um, eggs that you put in here. So I just thought it was a really fun little quick activity. And again, everything was a dollar. 
This was a dollar. My hoe. I got my hoe here. My hoe was a dollar. <laughs> Everything's a dollar. So be sure to try something like this at home with your kids. And I hope you like this one, the Spring Oasis Sensory Bin. And I have one more activity for you, so I'll be right back. Alright guys, so my next activity is a cloud experiment. So I've got my thing of water right here. I'm actually just using my Nutribullet cup. And I've got some shaving cream. And also I've got some blue food dye. And honestly, I think this is what's on my hands now that I'm thinking about it. So what I'm going to do is put some shaving cream over my water and that's going to act as the cloud and basically the blue dye is supposed to give that vision of how rain leaves from a cloud so I'm hoping that it looks good my kids loved it at school we recently did it so this should be a lot of fun alright let's shake this up it's really fun just using one hand for everything, you know? Like, mommy, mommy, when can I go back? When can I go back outside? I want it to be spring. 
So we get to learn about the different processes of nature. We get to learn about hibernation, um, different insects, different bugs, different weather. Um, so there's a lot of language that you can get out of this book, When Will It Be Spring? And also shows, um, you know, just the relationship of the mother and how she was really patient with um, her little cub. So I really enjoy this book. Again, it'll, it is When Will It Be Spring by Katherine Walters. All right, and last but not least, we have the quote of the day. I cannot catch I'm just going to clap here. So we have the quote of the day, and the quote of the day is, let nature be your teacher. Let nature be your teacher by William Wordsworth. And I think that's really important. You know, when we go outside, we can learn a lot from nature. We don't have to be inside all the time. I know when I was a kid, I didn't want to be cooped up in the house all day. I wanted to go outside. I wanted to go walk. I even wanted to, I like to read my books outside. I like to ride my bike. You know, I wanted to go play at the park. So I think that we can really let nature be our teacher and let um, our child observe nature, be one with nature. Let the curiosity reign free when you take them outside. And I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode, episode eight. Thank you for watching, and I will see you on the next episode. Bye! Thanks for tuning in to episode eight, Spring Fling. Remember, our quote of the day was, Let Nature Be Your Teacher by William Wordsworth. Don't forget about our book pick, When Will It Be Spring? by Katherine Walters.